Hi listeners, Ram Big Thighs here. What's that? You've never heard my voice before? Well, you could hear plenty more from me and my friends if you subscribe to the Goblins and Growlers Patreon at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. There's a lot of nudge marks on my audio. That's Zarko hitting the microphone. Okay, just so you know. So it's like she's sitting there like batting it like it owes her money. Alon's yeah. trying Alon's trying to cat, clap and Zarko's like, get this Come shit out of here. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news varying and beyond can make its way, well, right to you. Last time, the party made their way out of the town of Blue, and upon their travels, happened upon a riverbank with uh, curious happenings upon a boat. The brave and ever-changing Koza went to investigate and nearly lost his head in the process. I'll leave you with that. And as always, y'all take care now. But where we last left off, Koza, in the form of a seagull, had gone to investigate a crate emitting suspicious sounds. And there was something spooky moving around in the shadows, and he almost got got. Yeah, and now Koza is just making an absolute seagull racket as he tries to um, see into the box, but from a little farther away this time. So the box is going to be pretty dark, and moving further away from it is not going to help its visibility. Though with your superior animal senses, you are going to be able to tell that it does smell musty like animal musty hmm. is it a mammal must or a reptile it must? is a mammal must do i see i um how, how is this crate kept closed it looks like it's nailed shut and to open it one would have to take a pry bar and pry one of the walls off of the crate okay because this is a pretty enormous crate um do I see like a cap, like an entrance? Is it kind of like, you know, like we're on the old sailing ships where they'd have like an entrance to a captain's cabin on the, like off the main deck towards the back or something? You will see a doorway that leads down either somehow to the sub level of the ship, whether it's captain quarters, whether it's just a storage hall, you don't know, but there is more to the ship. Okay, I'm gonna do a silly little seagull hop down the ladder. <laughs> Into the ship. All right. You do your silly little seagull saunter. Um, say that three times fast. Silly little seagull saunter. <laughs> and, There's one. And you're just going to wait at the door until oh, eventually one of the people comes through, yeah. allowing you to waddle in. Yeah, I'm kind of hiding off to the side waiting for that moment. That one special moment. 
that one magic moment. The stairs that you go down let you into, I want to say it's a hallway, but it's really too small for that. You can tell that there's going to be like one or two cabins, a small kitchenette slash dining area, and what what appears to be the captain's room. I'm going to waddle over to the captain's room. All right. Is the door open? The door is not open. I'm going to give it a little knock with my beak. The door is going to open with a... And you're going to see a really shady looking guy kind of peek out and like look to the left and look to the right. Can I try to sneak between his legs? (laughs) Roll seagull stealth. Oh man, what's a special? It's a different block. kind of stealth. Uh, sneak goal. Sneak goal. Sneakle wants the precious. The uh, precious is French fries. Enjoy your sneakage. <laughs> Twenty-one. Oh my god. I beg your entire pardon. Twenty-one. <laughs> he's just a little guy, and he's you not had me so drop my pen. Just a little little guy who makes people drop his pen their pens. Yeah. So he he's gonna do a little like duck and weave while the person. So looking. your little your little flappy feet are gonna uh, smack 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 uh, very stealthily somehow uh, across the wooden floor. What are you looking for? The room that you enter is going to be just rough hewn wood all the way around. It's like being in a box. The floor, the walls, the ceiling, everything is made of the same wood that makes up the material of the ship. You can see some stacked crates in the corner that have what appear to be some kind of makeshift mattress, several pillows and blankets all kind of smashed into some rough approximation of a sleeping nest. You're going to see a small desk with folders and files incredibly neatly kept, almost concerningly so, and a very small bookshelf filled with small paper boxes. Did you say there was like a desk? Yes. Okay, so on that desk, is there a logbook? Yes. Okay. Um, What's the captain or the guy who was in here doing now? He was looking around and upon seeing nobody, he kind of scoffs, closes the door and goes back to the desk. Okay, so inexplicably not seeing you for some reason. Well, I'm just a little guy, so don't worry. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. Um, Your Honor, I submit (laughs) that I am just a little guy. The room's just full of like taxidermied seagulls. So all Koza has to do is stand still occasionally. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is now. <laughs> you feel a sense of dread looking at all of these dead taxidermied seagulls. I forget. How long can I stay an animal? Honey, you're the one who's got the druid stat stuff in front of him. Well, I'm just a little guy. Okay, I feel like in front of me. Good use, good use Alex. I, I appreciate the confidence in me, but like in front of me was a lo- a, a big, a big stab. <laughs> That's something wrong. <laughs> um, let's see here. So I'm going to... So he's at the desk. Does he look like... What is he doing at the desk? He's going to pull out one of the drawers and pull out a large, like, ratty burlap sack with a cartoonish money symbol on it. 
He is going to then open it and begin counting out coins. He seems to be dividing them in a very specific way. What does the money symbol look like in Virian? It looks like the Virian money symbol. <laughs> Can we make it canon that it's the Sims money symbol? <laughs> the, the Simoleons symbol? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which you're, are... you're taking taking away our merchandising opportunities here, Brandon. Yeah, I was about to say. What? <laughs> I, I'm going to just like wait it out for a while. All right. Well, Koza begins to seagull it up in the taxidermied seagull room. Uh, we ha- return to you guys who watched that whole thing happen before you see Koza go down into the bowels of the ship. Now, remind me, was that vessel on the move? Mm-mm. No, no, it's still moored. It is still moored. Oh, thank God. So we saw Goodbye, him poke Koza. Ar- <laughs> we saw him poke around on the chest then. Yes. I you feel saw, compel- You heard his anguished seagull yeah. panic sounds. You know, the last time we went on a ship and poked around some crates, we discovered a dragon parts smuggling operation. So uh, hopefully this will be less criminal than that question mark. I don't know. Like that was that was actually pretty positive criminal for us specifically because it was a good way for us to be like, hey, look, Lester, we're not going to sell you out. We also want chromatic dragons dead and maybe pieced out and sold for profit. And then you had to blow up their kitchen and ruin our friendship. I did not blow up their kitchen. That was Johannes. Hmm. Do you think that somebody's blow deck making out and that's why Koza went down there? (laughs) Why would that prompt him to go down there? Oh, it's because he's noted action hero Steven Seagull. Oh, no. (laughs) If that's not a smoking gun, I don't know what is. Is that one of the sand people on the call now? (laughs) I'm embarrassed I found that as funny as I did. Oh, she's gone. We got her early in this one. Yeah. (laughs) Sand sand people laugh single file to hide their numbers. Yeah, if you don't cut that sound out and make it its own clip so that we can make it a ringtone. <laughs> I hate sound. It sounds like Freddy Fazbear. So for the love of God, somebody edit that into New Hope. <laughs> it's so sandy. But you, you're not sandy. Yeah. And that is why I love you. <laughs> a lot really walked away from the early the the prequel star wars movies with a really skewed idea of what the plot Mm -hmm. was about yeah if you ask me to actually go through the plot just by memory it would be impressive how far on i am Name three facts about the trade deal treaty organization plot. What? One, Jar Jar Binks was involved. Two, two, brokered the deal. Was a big, was a big hit. People threw him up in the air. And then three, 
he missed the thing they were throwing him up in the air and fell flat on his face and exploded into smaller Jar Jars that went and did other trade deals with smaller people. That all sounds accurate to me. Yeah. See, I got you. I got it. I got it all. You want Star Wars facts? I got them all. <laughs> George Lucas is like is a huge QPR fan. Is just furiously writing notes. Uh huh. You hey. Write a, note, write a note to me, George Lucas, if you want to make a good film. You were going right to say you were going to say rolling in his grave. And then you were like, wait, he's alive. Rolling in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas is rolling in his pile of money. His four billion dollars. <laughs> Look, in fairness, I, too, would Scrooge McDuck roll around in piles of money. Like that's that. how that's why he can create uh, horrible uh, racist caricatures like the Nemoidians. And get away with it. That was the fourth fact that Alon forgot about the Trade Federation. Number four, Numidians. <laughs> Racist. Thank you That's for true. pulling back on the F-bomb that I saw forming in your mouth. <laughs> I, I try to make it easier for Gabe on the back end when I can. I appreciate you. Yeah. But I just, I've never seen somebody swallow a swear word back physically like that. It's great. Mm -hmm. Guys, you saw Koza seagull it down into the bowels of the ship. He's so he's uh. so he's a seagull that snuck into a place. So he's a criminal. So really, he's Bugsy Seagull. <laughs> you got her again. You gotta <laughs> let her finish the episode, Bugsy man. This is, is such a good. <laughs> Josh, I'm trying to deprive he's your done. house of all the oxygen in it. <laughs> She's done. I think it's gone. I don't that with that sound. There's well, no way there's oxygen in that room. Fortunately. <laughs> Yeah, we've got we've got the office closed off, so I've got yeah. plenty of oxygen out here. It's the office she's, that's really. He's she's only about leaving to do his a, wife to die. That's fine. Alex is mm -hmm. about to do another big Star Wars reference where she takes out the bottle of air and she uh, can't air, and she goes, tch, tch, you know, yeah. That's um, and then drinks that's, it. Yeah, that's space balls alone. Yeah. All we need to do is to round out this episode is to have Koza collaborate with Jay Z so he can be Beanie Seagull. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you had to miss one. Gabriel yeah. died. It was good. It yeah. was, no, the secret. Let me tell you. Let me let's cut, let's, listen to me. Like, God, gather around. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Comedy. Yeah, this is the, the key to comedy is just repeating things ad nauseum and just just running it into the ground. That's my experience. Clearly, that's yeah. our method. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so we've seen Koza go below decks, but like. We haven't heard any kerfuffle or even hullabaloo. I mean, you did hear the kerfuffle of him almost getting his head smashed or eaten or well, whatever it was. We heard Koza making a fuss, but that's not like alarming. That's yeah, that's normal. Koza natural. Koza. This... Okay. Co natural. For the sake of comedy. For the sake of comedy. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's people making out underneath that ship? That's why Koza went down there? You know, I can't rule it out. That is a distinct possibility. The mm -hmm. question is, should one of us go in after him? And I'm Ooh. kind of thinking that the answer is no. no. Okay, we said it both at the same time. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So that, that decides that. Yeah. Uh... We probably should stay nearby. Yep. Just in case he's found out. Or if the ship takes off and he hasn't emerged. Because that so, could also be trouble. He is in a boat that's across yep. the river. 
moored yep. up to a dock that's also across the river. Correct. What else is across the river? Is this a town? Is it a dock in the dock district? Is this a city? Is it my city? So no, we're in blue. And blue, blue. is blue is a village. Maybe a small town? Blue so is a, a very small town that is to the north of Saxon Heath, but directly on the river line. If I can guys, see that you have a map, but I cannot for the life if, of me. If you guys uh, were in <laughs> barrels by chance. And I want a screen grab of <laughs> Alex in this call to be some sort of illustration in the show notes of this episode. Yeah. So if you look at, at time.is. Yeah. Yeah. If uh-huh. you guys look, you can see. That if you got in barrels and went down the river, you would end up in Saxon Heath. So we're looking at across the river, there's a dock and that dock is just kind of. um, It's busy. I mean, there are people, there are ships, there are things getting loaded. There's this very suspicious one that your friend is now trapped on. How do we get to the the other side? Is there a a ferry anywhere? Is there a. We gotta we gotta ask the chicken. Hey, chicken. I, before I commit to being a chicken that runs a ferry, is there a reference here that I'm missing? He's Let's, saying to get to the other side. To get to the other side. All right. Now I have to be a chicken that runs a ferry. All right. <laughs> but I think the the key here is that chicken cannot at the same time transport across the river yeah. both corn and a wolf. I see the fox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, great. I, well, we were wondering, have you ever were taking this many people in your ferry across the river before? The chicken looks at all of you, narrowing its eyes, holding Mm -hmm. up its wing as it counts. Yeah. It fluffs its feathers proudly and gestures towards the ferry, which you realize is large enough to not hold one, not two, not three, but four horse-drawn carts. Whoa, this thing is way bigger up close. From a distance, it looks to be not this size. <laughs> it is going to gesture to a sign nearby that offers rates to go down various parts of the river. Oh my gosh, 300 gold pieces to cross the river. <laughs> this is a racket. Who taught you economy? Uh, maybe we got it. Do you got a golden egg somewhere? There's, there's some sort of trade thing in the sign. You notice that the rate to go just across the river is incredibly high, but the rates to get to the various towns that are along the river are much lower and more reasonable. Way, way more reasonable. I, I, I need to clarify something. So is this like some sort of like awakened chicken or is it just a chicken You're that's not, running the fair? It's a chicken okay. that seems to have a very solid grasp of need economy. It's like, this is like that baboon that operated train signals in South Africa. Yes. <laughs> it's a chicken in charge of a boat. I'm just having trouble understanding it. You Why guys had no trouble? trouble with the bipedal eye patch cat that ran another boat. That's, that cat was anthropomorphic and could speak. Yeah, but this chicken obviously you runs a just, good business. You just don't speak chicken. Yeah. Why Why are you racist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Emoidian. It's speaking cluck. <laughs> okay, cluck buddy. We're ready to we're ready to go to the town a little bit further down. Please don't call him cluck buddy. <laughs> Please. Cluck friend? No! 
friends with eggs benedicts. Oh, that was the pinnacle. <laughs> that, that, was the that, pinnacle. that redeems me for Beanie Siegel. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the best joke any of us are going to make this whole episode. People can just turn it off now, honestly. you can, The next episode is going to be great, but man, <laughs> that was the pinnacle. Uh, so, okay, what, what's the closest town, Alex, that we can get to? Here's the Saxon map. Everybody, oh my gosh, that's so far away. That is the closest town, unless you want to go north which is not the direction you said you were going to go. Okay, look here, chicken. What if... Yeah, uh, hear me out. So what if we pay you to go to Saxon Heath, but before we get there, we get dropped off on the other side? Josh, you raised chickens. What is a sound that chickens make when they disapprove of something? Everybody, check your bags. Let's see if we got anything that this chicken might want. Hey, chicken, how do you feel about Bradley Chattingtonson? It's a a real chick magnet. The chicken gestures toward a sign that says, the chicken is illiterate. All bartering involving books will be rejected out of hand. And there's actually an ellipsis that says hand, as if the person writing it was thinking about what to say, if they should say claw or wing, and then just decided hand made sense. I love that this chicken doesn't know what this sign says, but is confident <laughs> that the sign says exactly what it wanted it to say. The because chicken, it's a good business chicken. The chicken knows that it gestures at the sign and then people give it gold. Mm-hmm. Uh... Solinar pulls out of his bag a feather boa that he won. Uh, the chicken looks horrified at the mangled corpse of its ancestors. This isn't a chicken feather, but what? Don't be ridiculous. What kind of this feathers is, is it? This Alex, is clearly goose down. Alex, this is also where you uh, where where you misunderstand chickens. Chickens, when they see a chicken that is dying. They kill it and they eat it. <laughs> they are vicious and brutal. They're this dinosaurs. Is, this is factual. Chickens also don't run fairies. Yeah, they do. We are we are abandoning the normal chicken behaviors in are this we? evening. Well, now hold on. Yep. Uh huh. How many fairies have you been on, Alex? Alex. Several. And were any of them run by chickens? No. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly going on the wrong fairies. How many fairies that have been run by chickens have you been on? Every fairy I've ever been on in my dreams has been run by a chicken. Every fairy I've ever been on has been run by a chicken, and that's why they didn't get on the boat with me and the boat sank. (laughs) You know, Josh, you calling me the woman of your dreams is starting to lose its luster the more you describe your dreams. Hey, I have great dreams. It's just Alex there with a bunch of fairy driving chickens. (laughs) (laughs) I just look confused and shrug, and that's like the whole dream. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So we're taking this boat. (laughs) Well, okay, hold on. Before you decide to take the chicken fairy, are you going to go save Koza? Um, I thought... I thought the chicken fairy was taking us across the river to save Koza before we go to Saxon Heath. I thought that was part of the deal. That was part of the deal. Also implying Koza needs saving. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, Koza's never needed saving. He's great at getting out of situations on his own and never makes them worse. I mean, he could just fly away. 
He's, he's probably currently fine. closed in. I don't know well, that. Well, no, we do know no, that. No, you we do. You him. saw him go yeah. into a place with a door and the door close. <laughs> well, all right, then. I, well, he's like a mm -hmm. bird. He only flies away. If you're about to make a Nelly Furtado <laughs> reference in the year of our Lord 2023. Look, enough of our audience is old enough that they get yeah. that reference. Yeah. They're with now, me on this. Now we need to determine if the seagull is also promiscuous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and also it's Koza. <laughs> you guys are going to be able to convince the chicken to drop you off on the other side of the river before taking you down to Saxon Heath at all. Now, before we get too far into this, are there foxes on the other side of the river that we need to take care of for this chicken? None that you can see. Okay. You do see, however, several crates of corn. Okay. So boxes, but no foxes. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. This chicken presumably started this whole business so it could keep the foxes on the other side and the corn on the side that it's on. Okay, I'm going to go grab some of this corn. <laughs> You're just going to steal corn out of these crates? I don't know. Are they labeled? I mean, they're crates <laughs> that are filled with corn that you did not pay for. Mm. But you think this was a free corn festival? Is the hold full of... Corn crates? Uh, not exclusively. They're just our crates of corn. Oh, good. I was worried they'd be stacked up so much down there it would be like a maze. Brandon. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, shucks, Brandon. Uh-huh. Joshua. <laughs> Alex, you don't need to pop off like that. <laughs> I think Solinar approaches the, uh, the moored vessel... And it's like, ahoy the ship. The guys that are working around the up the top side of the ship kind of pause and look at you. They look at each other, shrug, and go back to what they were doing. Listen, uh, this may or may not pertain to you, but I'm on the hunt for a dangerous criminal. <laughs> what, uh, what do you do? Uh, well, let's see. He was involved in riots in Ocean Var, and he was involved in the death of an adult blue dragon, and he was involved in setting fire to a lord of uh, Tinkerhaven's Manor. Uh, he, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't know nothing about it. Oh any my of that. god, I've done all those things too. <laughs> Lock quite, me up. Quite <laughs> honest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know nothing about none of that. He goes well, back to loading crates. I think he might be hiding on your ship. Is why I'm here. Eh, we don't have any, uh... He looks around. <laughs> we don't have any, uh... <laughs> suspicious types on this boat. I love this guy. <laughs> Did somebody <It's> say... Boat? <laughs> <laughs> And I, <laughs> and I, uh, gravy boat marches up the gangplank, uh, to, to confront this guy. All right. So not to be, not, not to be this guy. What the hell are y'all doing? Well, Solinar was going to try and get on the boat to arrest Koza, but, uh, this seems to be going in a very different direction. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. Apparently. 
I think I speak for us all when I say what we're doing is So (laughs) Boat walks up to the top of the gangplank. He's like, I'm looking for the person in charge here. Yeah, who are you? My name's Curtis Bodington. I am the regional naval inspector. And I'm afraid before anything goes on here and your ship departs anywhere, you all are going to have to submit to a full boatular inspection. He looks down at his belly button, then looks back at you, and I demand a deception check. Deception or intimidation? Really important question, Alex. I'm losing immersion immersion fast. Is it an innie or an Audi? It's an Audi. I find it appropriate that we're standing on this boat doing a lot of navel gazing. Mm, mm. Um, that, is a twen- a, that is a twenty-two deception. Tonight, <laughs> I know, I, know you, I am. You you rolled a twenty-two. For well, I rolled it. I rolled an eighteen, trickery? but it's it's a modified yeah. twenty-two. He said navel gazing. Give the man give yeah. the man a big victory. I'm on, you heard a lot. I'm on fire tonight. But it's I impressive. Am, Having many emotions and none of them are on the same field as one I'm another. I'm Captain Kirk and you're a robot computer enslaving a planet. I've just broken you with logic. And that's, and that's Star Wars, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how the second movie goes. Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm broken every episode. Why is this mm-hmm. new to you? Look, I got a schedule to keep here. I got to inspect your boat. Yeah. What's uh? He kind of like looks nervously. Uh, at the door and then looks back. What's, uh, boss might not be available right now for any, uh, stuffed shirt pencil pusher types. Oh, that's even better because we love to do these inspections when the captain's not around to make sure that there's no funny business going on. I also love, by the way, that this guy looks at Gravy Boat Barnes and says pencil pusher types. Just like... (laughs) This guy's in a like a onesie. He is massive. He has an axe strapped to his back, and he's, he's wearing like, a cowboy hat. Yeah, just I don't, oh, you, I don't like to make assumptions based on how people look. You see, that's very evolved of you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Truth be told, I had a really hard life, and you know, it's only recently I've gotten my act together and become a responsible government servant, inspecting boats in this region. I can't let it go any longer. Alita is standing there, staring at all of you in disbelief. You'd think that at this point she would be used to the chicanery, but Mm -hmm. she is just gobsmacked right Mm -hmm. now. Johannes Johannes walks up to Alita and he he gets he gets close to her and they're kind of just standing next to each other and just both looking forward. And then Johannes puts his arm up and pulls his arm down like in a honk motion and goes, Yeah, uh, I guess you could go down there. Uh, There's uh, there's not much to see, you see. Uh, I'd avoid any of the the crates up here, just uh, as a friendly word of caution. Do I detect that his friend, him talking about his friendly word of caution is a vague threat? You don't immediately detect threats, but you do detect a seriousness in the stay the hell away from the crates. You can't tell if it's because he thinks the crates will harm you or you think he will harm you if you touch the crates. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to head below decks and see what I can find. Yeah. Um, Alita, you you come with me. Uh, me? Well, you're my assistant. You're... You're my apprentice boat inspector. Uh, 
yes, of course, my long-standing knowledge of all things boat-related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't believe you guys have been doing boat inspecting without me. Yes, um, because, Johannes, you are my assistant boat inspector. What? I'm the Wait. assistant to the assistant boat inspector, and you never told me this whole time? Well, it's like how you're a boat's deputy. You're still in your probationary period. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize. Is my license even still up to date? It's fine, I've taken care of it. Every, all right, <laughs> below decks, let's get below decks. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I understand that you got the uh, assistant and the assistant's assistant, but what about this uh, policey type? I'm, a, I'm, I'm bounty hunting. Oh, he's not with us. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a different guy. Then you don't get to go below deck. Well, I'm... No even, funny stuff. He can stay up here and try to keep convincing you to let him search the boat for his bounty. He is you, more than welcome to apparently continue talking <laughs> at me as I unload these crates like a character in Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but imagine as he says no funny stuff, Solonar's like putting away like juggling balls, clown nose. This is this is apparently Damn. what I imagine DB Cooper was like. <laughs> Solonar, you are left on top of the, on on the top side of the boat. Johannes, Alita, and Boat head down into the bowels of the ship. Koza, what are you doing other than pretending to be a stuffed bird? So I'm assuming at some point this guy's gonna leave the room because I can be here for like four hours. Well, he's not going to leave in the time that you're hanging out because it's only, it hasn't been that long before your friends, uh, you can start hearing them clonking around outside. Yeah, he, 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 you see just like a big anime sweat dropped on the the forehead (laughs) of this seagull as, as Koza realizes the rest of the party is about to blow up his spot. (laughs) And then you hear the fuse get lit. Uh, so is he, uh, does the captain start to move because of the commotion? He kind of like looks up and raises an eyebrow and then goes back to counting the money. It appears the counting the money is incredibly important for some reason. Do I see any matches nearby? Uh, regrettably, into my uh, worst judgment, you do find a small pack of matches that you are going to be able to add to your little seagull inventory. Okay, I'm going to quietly, like, take a handful of matches and light them. Like You mean a beak full of matches. Yeah. yeah. And, like, try to slide them under the door. as I like. So they're kind of sitting right under the door. Or, like, in that area. Be so kind as to tell me what you are trying to do. So I'm basically trying to make it look like there's some smoke coming through the door. He's setting fire to the door. Are you trying to signal your friends where you are, or are you trying to get this guy to leave? I'm trying to get this guy to leave. Yeah, by like making him think there might be a little bit of fire. Thank you. That was what I was trying to figure out. So he's gonna see the smoke and and be like, he's gonna stand up and run out the door, swinging it open and running down the hall trying to find the source of the smoke. Okay, I'm going to go over to the desk. Um, I'm going to try to grab... Um, I'm going to grab... I'm going to go back to Koza mode. And You anamorph. 
Koza mode. Koza mode. He's a warm-bodied lad. Uh, and I'm gonna grab. Warm like a human. I'm gonna grab the logbook and the bag of money. All right. So you grab the logbook and the cartoonish money sack, which you throw over your shoulder like an old-timey bank robber in a silent film, and you begin. I'm assuming to leave. Yes. To just, I'm just sprinting. Boat, Johannes. It is at this point that you will see sprinting towards you at full speed is a Koza with a bag of money and a large black leather book. Right. Oh my gosh, it's a speed goal. Boat looks Boat looks up. He sees Koza running with the bag on his back and Boat shouts, Avast! Sum of money appears to be over your shoulder. What's the story with that, Koza? Koza doesn't stop. He just barrels <laughs> through. <laughs> Alita has learned. She's just going to book it after Koza. <laughs> Johannes has not learned. He yeah. will stand next to Boat as the assistant of the assistant. Yeah, Boat is disappointed after all the hard work of convincing the guy to get us to go below decks. The whole plan is ruined. Um, Boat just sort of peeks his head down a little bit where Koza ran from to try to see what's going on. Like, is there anything worthwhile? Other than the hundreds of taxidermied seagulls. You see a few paper boxes, which you assume to be filled with paper and files, and some organized files on the desk. Boat, acting in his capacity as boat inspector, is going to go inspect the contents of the boat and look at the organized files. All right. What will you be looking for? Suspicious things. Um, manifests. Go ahead and roll investigation for me. I'm going to look for... Um, suspicious things, Boat. All right. I'll tell you, Alex, I think I have deduced the entire plan because I rolled a nat 20. This is his, this is his time. Are Today's you serious? Yes. This is just the day of the boat, man. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm in my element. <laughs> Real quick, while I'm looking for suspicious things, I got a four. Um, so I'm going to go and I'm going to go over to one of the boxes and I'm going to kind of take my fingernail and see if it's real wood. It is not. It is paper. Oh, my God. This is suspicious. All right. Boat, as you go through the manifest and the various documents that are laid out on the table, and you see a few piles of money that seem to be organized in very specific amounts in very specific divisions. As you go through the manifest, you see several orders for and notes to take care of various vicious monsters. Everything from manticores to cockatrice. How to take care of them, how to keep them alive for long-term voyage, and where they are being shipped from. Most notably, you also see notes from where they came from. And a small note in the margin catches your eye in particular it says make sure they come in perfect condition otherwise we're going to run into more trouble signed s folger
Well, howdy there. I want to take a moment while I'm out here enjoying the scenery to thank some of you amazing people who make this production and many more like it possible. Stellar compadres like Bridget the Wise, Kyle Wendling the Clever, Caitlin Allen the Ferocious, Melissa Sweeney the Cunning, Her Majesty the Avial Queen, and Jonathan Cedillo the Brave. Thank you all, truly. And I'll leave you all with a pardon phrase for my homeland, save for only the dearest of friends. May your lives grow to fit your hearts, and wonders flow in times apart. Thank you.